<laughs> Stop. Yeah. Y'all ready to do this thing? <laughs> Y'all ready for this thing to get done? Hi, Nick. Hi, Caleb. How's it going? All right. How are you? I'm doing fine, except I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. Oh, no. What's the matter? Entropy. <laughs> <laughs> So sometimes I feel the same way. Yeah, I'm pretty exhausted with entropy these days. Yeah, you get you get um you have a little bit too much to enter drink and then you have to entropy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, well, you just beat my joke. That's better than the joke that's coming. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Do uh, no. Let's do the thing where I don't know that that any kind of joke is coming and I don't know what the punchline is. Okay, and well, then we just act like we're talking about something normal, well, and then <laughs> and then you say something just untu- just untouchably bad. You see, this is <laughs> this is exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> Nothing is going the way that I wanted to go these days. I'm so sorry. I know my room's uh mess. Mm-hmm. My uh my jokes <laughs> keep getting interrupted and destroyed. Uh, oh, oh no. <laughs> Well, what, what, what can I do? What can I do to help? Oh, you could just help me find a little more chaos control. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. Welcome back from our theme song. Welcome back. I'll have you know that I have uh, been, I have suitably self-chastised <laughs> for the, the, like, the least energy I've put into one of those jokes so far. And I've been, uh, I've been sent a, 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 a document that contains, I guess, uh, the, the things I need to understand that reference. Uh, Wait a second, I just got a letter in the mail. I just got a letter in the mail. It says... Please review these sonic materials. It's funny that you got that letter because I just got a letter in the mail that says <laughs> that says that I'm fired from the podcast. Oh no! Yep, sorry. Who sent that letter? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's weird because the return address is my house, <laughs> and it looks like my hand. I'll take it up with management. Yeah, we'll check with. <laughs> You're not fired on my watch, buddy. <laughs> yeah, let me talk to my boss. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> Hey, did you fire Caleb? Yes. All right, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I, I can see it. I get it. Well, hey, everybody. This is your two, two show. And I'm Nick Splendor. And I'm Caleb Zane Hewitt. And we're going to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. Gosh darn it. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to strap on our shoes and talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. This week, we went to AGDQ as well. Awesome. Games done quick. I could do- what? And uh, <laughs> while we were there, we saw some amazing Sonic speedruns. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to talk about those. Uh, we took some little travelogues that may or may not make it into this podcast, depending <laughs> on how interesting they sound. Yeah, we're going to listen back to those. We haven't done it yet, but we'll see. And uh, we also watched two mini episodes of Sonic Boom. Sonic Boom. Leaving us in the middle of episode two because we are, I guess, just going to be misaligned. <laughs> Yeah, we watched the rest of the season. Yeah, we're we're considering each episode the mini episode. So when we say episode three, that means the third eleven minute segment, which you might remember as the first half of the second full episode. <laughs> and anyway, we just want it to be simple for you. <laughs> we just want it to be easy to understand. Um, our first episode of Sonic Boom today primarily concerned uh, 
Eggman moving into Sonic and Tails' place. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, it did. You want to give us a quick recap? Sure. Um, so Eggman shows up at the door of Sonic and Tails in the middle of the night and says, Hey, sorry about it being the middle of the night, but my place has been destroyed and I need to live here for a while. Aww. Uh, first, their times as roommates... Their time as roommates goes very bad. <laughs> this is not an episode of Friends, my friends, because uh, Eggman makes a mess of the place and won't stop starting pillow fights. He just is, it's its almost like he's being a deliberately bad roommate. Almost. Almost. And then uh, they have a roommate meeting led mm-hmm. by Amy, uh, which then improves on Eggman's roommate behavior to the extent that he's too good of a friend uh. and wants to spend too much time with them. <sighs> They are very, very tired. Styx, a character we had not met prior to this right. moment, uh, is very sure that he's doing some sort of uh, evil plot yep. plan. And uh, Styx is right. It turns out. <laughs> yep, Styx is right. <laughs> She's right. And immediately after Styx explaining the plan, uh, Eggman, Eggman's like, ah, my plan was... He announces that this was his plan all along. I wanted to make you really sleepy so I could beat you with my obliterator bot. Yep. Immediately, he tells the obliterator bot to do one thing, and instead, <laughs> the obliterator bot decides that it's going to actually destroy his house. The voice recognition doesn't quite work. Eggman asks Sonic and Tails to help him save <laughs> his house because he hasn't built any kind of backdoor to his robots, but Sonic and Tails are too tired to do so effectively. Uh, and eventually, Eggman wakes them up enough to stop the robot yeah. but in the process of stopping the robot the place actually does get destroyed and so <laughs> wow where to begin yeah but, <laughs> what the reason we watched another one is because they're actually i didn't feel like there wasn't a whole lot to talk about in this episode yeah. uh except uh the sort of sudden introduction of sticks yep and the uh establishment of they're this like cyclical fight between them even further as like yeah what are you guys they, doing on this island in the first two episodes of this show they've est- established and simultaneously undermined the entire setting yeah like okay we are led to understand that sonic and dr eggman are always fighting each other and they just say that a bunch and then start, like, messing with it. Like, oh, well, I know we always fight, but why can't I be your sidekick? Oh, well, I know we always fight, but why can't I live at your house? Yeah, it's very strange that we didn't we didn't get any, yeah, any bits <sighs> of, like, okay, here's at least the structure that we're playing on. Yeah, just a few episodes. And, and I guess the structure is understood. Yeah. Like, it is, we are, um, uh, uh, post postmodern sonic <laughs> here where you're just it's like yeah we all get it they fight forever and not just sonic but uh this structure of cartoon yeah exactly. we're, we're used to that we've yep. seen that and so it's kind of playing on your expectations of that i guess i guess so yeah and it's fine i mean i, I do get it and i'm i'm just a <laughs> child you know so it's not like i you know <laughs> and considering that like uh cartoons are not necessarily going to be played for kids in order. So mm. it makes sense that you would just want to have all of them understandable and following the same idea yeah, from I the beginning. So. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and uh, I laughed, you know, I laughed at this show. I wasn't like particularly, I don't know. I was pretty, pretty jazzed after the very first episode. Mm-hmm. And after this particular one, I was like, well, this is all right. You know, I, I didn't love it. Yeah. Good. Fine. <laughs> good, good, funny. Good, good little jokes. Um, I, I was, kind of like let's see uh 
I appreciated that Dr. Eggman wanted to eat salmon eggs Benedict. He really is an Eggman. Uh, you you know. Um, <laughs> stupid. Oh. I loved it when he was... Oh! oh you're saying eggs. that maybe he likes eggs. He likes He's Eggman. He, yeah. And he has specific... He really likes his eggs a certain way. He named himself after his taste, as we all do. Well, he then said he didn't want egg yolks because he's watching his cholesterol. Uh, and like, Eggman, you're all yolk. You're, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I liked it when he was sleep cackling. That was a good game. Oh, that was like, so good. Instead of snoring, he was doing an evil cackle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it's good>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like Tails is um saying I have serious short term memory loss. I have serious short term memory loss. Like that's a good <laughs> silly Poor Tails. Thing. Poor Tails is just not. A lot of people are getting treated a little badly by this show. Yeah, this show. The show does not hold most of its characters in very high regard. <laughs> No. Kind of all fools for the camera. It does not it does not love these boys and girls. Uh-uh. Um we've got Styx whose main gimmick is that she's too paranoid. Uh and actually talks like at a speed and in a certain way that I had trouble understanding her the first couple of times. Yeah. Like there, I, it was a little bit like hmm, some interesting what, voice say? choices. Yeah. yeah. Um and then yeah, Tails is sort of like a pushover and Amy is uh like fallibly liberal Uh, yeah in this in this episode particularly yeah so so she started out as like trying too hard to please with her like vast array of talents Mm -hmm. and in this episode she's the counselor which is is i don't love the way the show made fun of the counselor like it's a good thing to to try to bridge gaps and help people understand their feelings and stuff but she does um commit the same mistake that the uh uh that United States liberals did after when the when the New York when the when the North Carolina Republicans needed a new like after their like home like their dark fortress had been defaced or whatever or trying to raise money for it a few months ago she was like well he needs a place to stay too and it's like actually if a person is actively trying to destroy you and your way of life maybe they don't need a place to stay maybe they should find other friends maybe they should find other friends and then Eggman is just like repeatedly like just coming down on Cubot and Orbot, yeah. Like uh, just that, like they don't have feelings. That that like they're just robots. They don't even have souls. <laughs> and Orbot goes, "Hey," and Cubot goes, sulks and goes, "He's right." <laughs> like, that's funny, but the, it's like it's a little bit mean spirited. Like, but then to the end, yeah, to the end of the episode, like the final punchline is that Amy decides that she's gonna go and try to be nice to Eggman and hang out with him and like. Do like a feelings talk. Yeah, and Eggman's so terrified of this that he has to run away, or like he, it's so annoying and bad. Yeah, I don't. That he has to flee. This is like the first two episodes basically end on like very sour notes, making fun of Amy Rose. Yeah, like reaching out to people, and I don't love that. Yeah, it's not cool. No, it's and, not cool. And like, and then episode three, we hit Amy Rose like the like oh her biggest secret is that she's in love with Sonic. Like, oh, uh, come on, uh, and this like. So episode three has this translator bot that is a pretty good gimmick. Yes, actually, oh, oh, very good like, and and very funny. The it, whole first sequence was written so quick and well. Yeah, that, is it called the Universal Translator? Yeah, the UT. UT. Mm-hmm. And so Tails has this robot that he's invented, and I didn't realize that Tails was an inventor. That's interesting. Yeah, he's um, like a mechanic, but okay. I didn't know he was like inventing robots right. as well. So he brings out this little robot. And he's like, "Hey, everybody! I invented something that can translate any language." And it immediately looks at birds, like a mother bird feeding the baby birds. <laughs> turns around and says. 
it's disgusting that you preach you our food. <laughs> like, like, something like that. And it's like, oh, okay, wow. Um, and then as our heroes start talking to each other, they don't need to be translated into English, but instead it translates their intent. Yeah. And so that's pretty cool. You have it's- immediately this like double layer conversation where the subtext is being revealed immediately uh and that's pretty uh, pretty awesome actually that's like a sci-fi gimmick that i want to see built out into like a wider story yeah that should be a whole thing because i yeah i super super dug it and the way that it very quickly ruined this group of friends was (laughs) very interesting yeah but the but the bit where where Amy Rose says something to Sonic and the, the bot starts to say that. And that's because I love you, Sonic. And it's this. She like shuts it off or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sonic's like, what was that? And Amy's like, nothing. Uh, I don't know uh, nothing. I don't. Uh, uh. And yeah, it's like the, I don't know the whole Clark Kent Superman relationship type of thing where it's like, Oh, I'm just going to wear glasses and you won't know that I love you. You know, just like it's Clark <laughs> Kent. That's how they. That's how Clark Kent tries to convince people that he doesn't love Superman is that he keeps his glasses on all the time. I'm pretty sure that's. No, Lois, I'm wearing glasses. I'm not in love with you. I'm not in love with Superman. Don't stop saying that, please. <laughs> Lois, why do you think I'm so in love with Superman? Well, you always disappear whenever um, Superman's uh, arriving. So as if I think you must be in love with Superman because you are definitely projecting. Yeah, Lois, it kind of seems like you're in love with Superman, and I have it on good authority <laughs> that maybe you flirted with Superman uh-huh. a few times. Mm-hmm. How, how what do you say to that, Clark? You bring up Superman every sentence. <laughs> It's fine. We both love Superman. Just get used to it. Clark, your description of Superman's, like, uh, what are the words you use? Chiseled physique? And, like, and Herculean stature? Like, yeah. what? what is this? Yeah, his confidence is unparalleled. Without him, what would we do? These are all things that you've written, and it makes me think that maybe, Clark, you're in love with Superman. And Clark Kent, like, lowers the glasses to his cheeks to cover up his blush. He's like, you can't see my blush if I move my glasses down here. <laughs> Lewis says, Lewis says, wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. He puts puts the glasses back up. He's like, "Mm -hmm, what, what? (laughs) That's exactly what's going on in this episode of Sonic Exactly like this with the Universal Translator. (laughs) Uh, But uh, anyway, so in this in this case, uh, Eggman understands that he can. He's like, oh, they've got a robot that says stuff and they believe it. So if I swap the robots and instead speak through it with my own garbage, then they'll think that they hate each other. And so he swaps the robots and and makes it say things like, when Knuckles talks, the tr- translator says, I'm an idiot. <laughs> and Knuckles is like, wait, who called me an idiot? <laughs> Did I call me an Did idiot? Did I call me an idiot? Wait, how does this work? I love Knuckles. And, yeah, me too. I, I, like, I get it that it's, it's kind of annoying, too, that it's making fun of him for being dumb or whatever. Yeah. But I also actually really dig this knuckles but it's a kind of a it's a kind of like oblivious stupidity where he's not that stupid well maybe he is that stupid but it's it's yeah. a funny like i i like him all right yeah i just want to see i like <clears throat> before you make fun of these characters right. i want to like what they're good at yeah i want to i want to see them be successful that's a really good point and, and, and there's a little bit of that at the end of this episode like they do yeah. all fight as a team kind of for the first time and they just beat the heck out of a of a giant robot of course yeah. knuckles does try to just literally pull a giant bolt off of the robot and he's going oh uh, what <laughs> but ultimately he spikes a bomb into you know that was the coolest yeah. moment was uh like was it sticks set yeah set him up yep uh and so sticks like bonks it with her uh boomerang yep. and then knuckles sp- slow-mo volleyball spikes it down into the eye of the robot 
It's really cool. It's very cool. Uh, it's interesting that they didn't have the person with the hammer knock it to him, but I guess instead it, they just smacked a bomb with a boomerang. Yeah. Well, if you hit it with a hammer, the bomb's going to explode, and that's Explosives 101. And in that episode, Amy fell into Sonic's arms no fewer than twice. Oh, it's really obnoxious. <laughs> yeah. They luckily didn't linger on it. Like, it wasn't a sequence where they were like, look. Wow. Oh, I'm so in love with you, Sonic. It but was it's, just like, it was just like, okay, here's something for you to ship. Heavy-handed. Yeah, let's move forward. Gross. I don't know. The uh, It's fine. Hey, kids, it's fine to be in love, but... <laughs> Don't tell anyone about it. <laughs> don't be in, don't be in love on TV, please. Don't put it on your TV show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or do tell somebody about it. Yeah, actually, just 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 get it out in the open and just like that. You know, the longer you spend pining, the less time you spend building a constructive relationship that will last the ages. And I know that you come here for dating advice, and that's the best advice uh, that we can give here on your two show, yeah. the dating show. We just did it. Mm-hmm. Oh, we should do another who, who you want to date or whatever. Yeah, we call who it. who would you date of this team? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who check it out date? for our. On who your day show. Who do you date? Okay, check our Twitter feed this week for a vote on which Sonic Boom character you want to. Who do you date? What do you do? You have any early? Do you have any early guesses on who they will date? Um. Well, I guess we'll probably because Twitter Twitter polls can have four four choices, right? So we'll probably omit Sonic. Yes. And we'll do, we'll just do like the four, right? Yeah. The four friends. Um, and I guess, I'm like guessing that Sticks is maybe going to be, what? you know, we can't predict. I was going to say that I would think that you would vote for Sticks. Wow. Who do you think I would vote for? Oh, okay. Um, I, uh, I'm going to be very surprised if you don't vote for Knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> but, but having said that, we're not trying to bias each other. And we do want, anytime you vote for anything, you should vote with your heart and your head. And that's my other anytime, advice for today. Anytime you date anything, you should date with your heart and your head. And your head. And uh, that's enough uh, advice, probably. Um, let's see. If you have any dating questions for us at your show, send us an email or a tweet asking your important dating questions. We're Sonic related you. especially, but, but uh, <laughs> in general, this, that's just what we're here for. Listen, just because we only ever talk about Sonic on this show, except when we talk about Pokemon or Mario, um, <laughs> it doesn't mean that we don't have a wide array of experience, and mm-hmm. we're probably older than you. <laughs> You'd be surprised how old we are. Statistically. <laughs> So, you know, with age comes uh, wisdom and then anti-wisdom. And mad dating skills. (laughs) And then mad dating skills. Uh, uh, Yeah, man, I don't know. Sonic Boom's all right. Sonic Boom's okay. I don't have the same incredible fervor that I did for the first episode. Yeah. Um, But a lot of that is like some of the like animation set pieces they were doing in the first one have slowed down. Yeah, it definitely Um, was a lot calmer, simpler. They were standing around talking a lot more than in the first one. So, I mean, we'll see. It's fun enough. It grows. I'm excited to see what happens. I just honestly, and maybe this is uh, just not what this show is. It's funny that I was a little more in the mood for a traditional action adventure like i want to watch oh, right i want to watch them do cool stuff with this animation yeah. and they've skipped right over that to largely just like making fun of them just subversive conversation basically just yeah. like undermine yeah 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 it's like oh, okay let's just skip to season five <laughs> where we deconstruct the entire premise of our program yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i guess we'll see how it pans out yeah, I got a little bit of a cold, but I'm all right. Let's talk about AGDQ. AGDQ. Good morning. Good morning. 
Am I supposed to it's, say hi, Nick? Hi, Caleb. It's the road trip. It's the road trip. And just like last episode where it was way too early, this episode is also way too early. We actually got earlier. It's like we're getting... Yeah. It's like, so, it's like if Sonic's catchphrase was, you're too early, then we would be doing it. <laughs> if but last time was 6 a.m., then this time is 4 a.m. Oh, it's the worst. Neither of, those, neither of those is accurate, but they are true. We're going to awesome games done quick, because there's no game quicker than Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> is that why? That's why. Because we have an obligation to the people to talk, to see them, to see them move fast. That's games fast. That's we love true. games. And uh, we love them fast. And so we're going on a trip and we hope to, um, what, what's your biggest hope for our, for our journey? My biggest hope for our yeah. journey is that we get some coffee soon. Oh, I uh, love that. My second biggest hope is that I get to see somebody just, like, totally destroy a Sonic game. Like, I, I want to see him crack into yeah. the meat oh, me of too. a Sonic game and just m- wiggle all around in there. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I didn't read the whole schedule, so I don't know if anybody's playing any Sonic games. But I hope they are. <laughs> yeah, I think there's at least one. Uh, but over the course of this week, we're going to try to talk about what we're seeing Talk yeah. to some people who like Sonic. Um, uh, desperately panhandle our podcast. <laughs> please, please, <laughs> please. Uh, uh, and uh, hopefully, at the end of this, we'll have something for you to listen to. Okay, see you there. Goodbye. Good, good times. Wow, that was. It really was early. <laughs> <laughs> what quality content we created on the road? Um. Uh. So we did get to see some Sonic games. Your wish came true. Yeah, uh, we got coffee and we got to see some Sonic games. Both dreams came true. That's amazing. Yeah, uh, we saw a Sonic Adventure Battle 2 run uh, the of the Dark yeah. Story. There was Sonic Advance 2. We saw Sonic Advance 2. Sonic R. Ah, uh, Sonic R. And a, a bonus Sonic Adventure DX Director's Cut Big the Cat run. That the was highlight of the whole thing. Truly, truly uh, astonishing. Life changing. Uh, where is Froggy? You know, where where is Froggy? <laughs> well, I guess we'll. I guess we found him I repeatedly can't. until the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, that Froggy. Oh boy. Uh, it was great. The whole event was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, all this stuff will probably be available shortly uh, through HGDQ's YouTube channel oh they like keep all the recordings yeah you can watch all the old ones that's so cool yeah they live stream it during the thing and then you can watch them later and i that's it's awesome i'm I, gonna have to go back and watch some of the ones that we missed i can uh, go back and watch myself flashing Mega Man onto the screen screen yeah exactly yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> um i the, the whole thing was great i don't know how to talk about it like what um you want to go one by one through the sonic games or yeah just, let's just, talk like, about the it. sonic games uh here <clears throat> let's let's keep going forward in our our road trip adventure okay sure sure Here, we here's can decide which ones we want to keep yeah. listening to here's another piece hi uh guys coming to you live at the midway point oh yeah something like midway i feel like I, we've gone about half the time that we're supposed to go but i think we've only gone a third of the distance and I, I don't have, know what i'm doing wrong i have precisely triangulated the midway point <laughs> and i am currently recording this at that moment we are oh, equidistant 
between oh. Athens, Georgia, and somewhere in Virginia. Stretched taut like a tight wire. Like just, a tightrope? Like just a... so taut and tight, and tight in oh, this car. We got very tight. We are as taut and tight as it gets. Uh, we had some some burritos and tacos. Oh, pristine. They don't make them like that back home. <laughs> They don't make that franchise back home. We're by we're by Charlotte. Yeah, just outside, just north of Charlotte. We're just um, north of Charlotte. Uh, we went to this really really great uh, used game store. Yeah, it's called Save Games. Save, Save, game. Save Point. Save Point. Save Point. Games. Save Point Games. Uh, north of Charlotte. Good. good I bought place. I bought a set of Indigo League badges. And I got uh, Sonic the Hedgehog two for Sega Genesis. Woo! <laughs> because we're we're cursed. We're that's cursed. what we do. Yeah. Um, Nothing uh, funny has happened. Don't worry, you didn't miss a thing. Uh, <laughs> Nothing funny has happened. <laughs> Nothing funny has happened either. It's not she recorded either. Weird. 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 Oh, that's super weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what a journey is like. And yeah. uh, mm, I guess that's it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to y'all later. <laughs> we sure were right. Huh. Wow, we sure were right about how funny we are or aren't. <laughs> uh, God, that drive was so long. It was supposed to take like nine hours, but it took 13 both ways. And it was, <laughs> it was oh, an absolute brutal. nightmare. That's part of the reason why we're so tired. Yeah, I did enjoy being in the car with you. I mean, we had a good time. I want to say thank you for joining me and uh, and, and for being my friend. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, I had a really great time. It, it made it, you know, it made it all right, but... Oh God! Don't make me drive that far ever again. But please. only all right. Yeah. <laughs> here, here, I'm gonna go ahead and play a 25 second one that I recorded. Uh, I, th- at some point, I think. <clears throat> okay. I'm in the car right now without Nick. Uh, recording. What? We stopped to use the restroom. Combined. Uh, we've I think we've been stopped at gas stations more than we've actually been on the road, so that's cool. <laughs> uh. But we're making it. We're on our way. It's gonna be a good trip. <laughs> oh wow raw that was a, whew, gonzo journalism <laughs> I feel like that was behind the scenes of my own life uh-huh it's true okay so that's enough about driving <laughs> enough about driving HDQ. uh the event itself was great our friends were great getting to hdq may have been a nightmare but attending hdq was a dream hi i'm reggie fizame from nintendo <laughs> the speed runs were, were, were hot and fast. Ooh, what do you want to talk ah, about? Good. Uh, let's talk about Sonic Advance 2. Sonic Advance 2 was the first one. I might have missed some of that one. Which one was that? <laughs> that was the one that was looked look like a Game Boy Advance game. Yeah, I missed that one. So I don't know where I was, but I didn't see most of that. I think I woke up slowly that day. Maybe so. We So uh, Sonic Advance looked like was it 2d or 3d <laughs> it was okay it was 2d <laughs> it was 2d uh the worst thing about it is that when you went really fast little shadow versions of sonic appeared behind him to make oh. it look as if he was going too quickly for you to see only oh. one at a time okay but then he could go faster and get further away from his little shadow selves uh-huh. which didn't make a lot of sense <laughs> In context. <laughs> um, uh, but there was a lot of... I, I'm getting it mixed up with one of the Mega Man ones, runs we saw because it visually was very similar. Okay. But there was a lot of... Uh, you know, there was a lot of running. <laughs> running and jumping. <laughs> <laughs> Where were... <laughs> 
we've got those really good thoughts on AGDQ this time. We are really good. I think one thing I'm learning about the one thing I'm learning from this podcast is that we're really good at talking about video games. <laughs> one thing that I put together is that if if you should pay anybody to say words about your video games, it should be us. It looked like Mega Man. <laughs> it was two dimensional. Um, God. I, another thing I'm learning about this podcast is that we should do it in the morning. <laughs> that seems to be true, yeah. Um, but so Sonic, that was that was a, that was a speedrunner called Kirby Master. Kirby Master and uh, Kirby Master killed it. Great job, Kirby Master. They did a really amazing job. Loved it. Really sorry, I missed it. I didn't think I was asleep. I'm so sorry, but I wasn't asleep for Sonic R, and I loved sonic r okay sonic r was also when the audience first came out and like showed their true colors as amazing fans right yes okay good uh sonic r was super super fun it's a racing game with a lot of these really adorable little low poly yeah apparently made was dreamcast you is can get it on right? the, you is that can... where you say low poly yeah low poly you got it they have very low polygons they're nice. short they're short characters nice um they uh, <laughs> short uh poly this is like a dreamcast game now it's on wii console virtual console whatever and and they run around on their little feet. And they... <laughs> and I loved it. Some of them just so hover cute. above the ground. Yeah, like Metal Sonic. And, and Tails Doll. And Tails Doll. I had never heard of Tails Doll before no, this. No, me either. Tails Doll's a mess. Woo. A little scary version of Tails yeah, that's fake. That's like made by Robotnik, but it is a doll, yeah. but it also is alive. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Not, not technically a robot. Um, Very good game. I want to play that game really bad. Yeah. Uh, The runner Keveridge. Yeah, Keveridge. Ran it as uh, Knuckles. Yep. And it was adorable. Little Uh, tiny Knuckles was so cute. Very good. There was lots of drifting against walls. Yeah. Never seen somebody drift run. (laughs) Just like donk, donk, running sideways. Yeah. Um, (laughs) They had to specify that this was a no out of bounds run because apparently you can super break this particular game by just going outside the level. And I would like to see an out of bounds run. (laughs) And they specified that often a problem with an out of bounds run is that you can go out of bounds on accident. <laughs> that it's difficult to keep that going that because game, of how easy it is to fall out of bounds. What a weird game. Kind of a Mario Kart, but with a sort of, like, interestingly, it's like a Mario Kart level, but with multiple paths. Yeah. Like, in the same way that the original Sonic is kind of Mario, but with multiple paths, plus a bunch of other stuff, you know? Like, it seems like the the a cool thing about Sonic from a game design perspective, maybe this kind of, you can go multiple paths and mm-hmm. explore these levels and find different secrets and stuff, and it's cool. I like that. Yeah, there was a lot of variation to the, like, ways they could go. L- largely, we were seeing one of the, the same cycle over and over very, very fast. Right, right. Um, but it looked like what he was trying to do was unlock all the characters and yep. then uh, watch them and then get to the end. Yeah. I, I, I was actually not super clear on what the end-win condition of that game was. I guess that, was, was a, that was a 100% run. So the, the, the thing was unlock all the characters and then win. And, and get all win. the Chaos Emeralds. Get all the Chaos Emeralds and yeah. win. Yep. So... And uh, it was really fun and cute to watch. And there was a point where yeah. they, they ran with Supersonic and uh, everybody in the audience started singing the Supersonic Racing song. <laughs> Supersonic Racing. Supersonic Racing. To get your feet back right on, on the, the ground. ground. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody started doing it and it was amazing. It was so good. Uh, and it was just low, like, it was not theatrical. It was just this very quiet, all Super these... Sonic racing. That's what it like. And it sort of feet swelled in volume gradually and everyone's looking around going, oh, everybody, oh, everybody, 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 everybody. 
It was so good. It was wonderful. Uh, and the, uh, yes, yeah, that was awesome. I loved watching that game get played. Yep. And uh, I now have to play that game because it was so fun. Yeah, we're going to get that one. Also, oh, it had a really interesting mechanic where your speed was tied to how many rings you had. Yeah, that's cool. That's very cool. Yeah. And I've never uh, heard think, of a racing game that has a mechanic like I that. I think the most recent Mario Kart actual league, if you the more coins you collect, you go a little faster. You collect I coins they, in Mario Kart? Mario Kart 8, yeah. Really? Yeah. I've played the game a lot, and I don't remember that at all. Say what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I think I've seen that. That's the one where you turn into um, like a shark and a bird. No, I think... But it's a car? I think... I don't think so. Yeah. I think you're thinking of the Sonic racing game. Mario Kart 8 is like... Okay, well, anyway. In Mario Kart 8, you turn into the bumpy cars. You turn into bumpy cars and you can fly and hover a little bit, right? You can, like, hover, right? Yeah, but those are the bumpy cars. They're just, like, hovering. Do you think of that as a bumpy car? Like, it's, it's, like, most important characteristic is that it's hovering right but it's most important gameplay characteristic is that it's a bumpy car because when you bump into things you get faster that's the opposite all right. of the okay. rest of the game okay well i all right well so do you feel suitably chastised yeah i do i'm used to being wrong it's fine but in the sonic and sega all-stars racing game you can turn into a bird and a shark oh yeah i uh, i'm sure i was probably thinking of that <laughs> um anyway sonic r is really good and good job coverage it was and good job everybody Woo! everybody everybody <laughs> the next one we saw was the sonic adventure bat sonic adventure 2 battle 2 battle Dark i always story. get that mixed up run by seraphim 1313 yes great job on that one too that's this is one of your favorite games, right? Yes, you so love Sonic Adventure Battle. This too. was probably the game that got me interested in Sonic in the first place because wow. I had this game. Well, I played Sonic Adventure before uh-huh. this, but I didn't understand it or follow it. I had like rented it. I owned this game on the GameCube okay. and I nice. played it constantly. Nice. I got the Game Boy Advance game that's sort of like uh, that. I think is not the Sonic Advance that was being played by Kirby Master, but it was a similar. Sonic yeah. Advance game that okay. also where you like raise chows. Okay. But I did that solely because this game got me so, so hyped. Nice. Um, and he was playing the Dark Story. Right. Seraphim1313 was playing the Dark Story. And the interesting thing about this run, right, is that there's so many different types of characters you have to play. So uh, we're watching them play as Eggman in a mech and yep. as Shadow in kind of traditional Sonic running style uh-huh. and as Rouge both as a treasure hunter and driving a car yes. which I actually didn't remember I love this <laughs> game and I ha- I did not remember at all that Rouge got a car and apparently Tails does also and he mentioned that uh, you can flip basically you can bump into the wall and flip the cars around backwards and then complete the whole level driving backwards, driving backwards. I love the, the thing that's obviously awesome about these like professional speed run events or like high level speed run or whatever is when they tell you what they're doing and yeah. they talk about like well here's a weird thing you can do that I'm not gonna do or there's Big the Cat like you've tried to point out Big the Cat in every level and that was fun it was awesome in the whole and because there was a uh, <clears throat> a donation incentive to try to do that Big the Cat run at all yeah uh, everybody was so excited about Big the, Big the Cat and every time Big the Cat got pointed Big out Big the Cat yeah Big the Cat <laughs> uh, and that's the best part about GDQ for sure is yeah. it really makes speedrunning uh, make sense and feel accessible yeah. it's like oh I, I'm not just completely flabbergasted by what I'm seeing on the screen they're talking to me about the tech and the movements they're having to make yeah I, I loved it one of my favorite things that happens during runs is them going okay silence this is really important and then like half a second passes and they 
like it, something happens yeah. and they're like, "Ooh, that was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life." <laughs> and and it looks like maybe they just jumped once, yeah. but they've done something very strange. <laughs> they've pressed like 10 buttons. <laughs> and everybody's like, "That was really hard." And everyone in the audience just takes it on faith and starts clapping. Was, yeah, woo. Like, "Wow, that I'm sure that was really hard." Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was awesome. I actually got an interview with Seraphim 1313. Oh, awesome. Let's listen to it. So let's listen to that. Hi, I'm here with Seraphim1313, who just did a, an amazing run of the dark story mode of Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Uh, were you also on uh, like on the list to do the hero story if that had been chosen? Yeah, so we I did a bid war between the two, so it was pretty much whichever, whichever one made more money was the one I was going to do, but I was prepared to do both. Yeah, uh, and so today, were you practicing both of them, like, in the lead-up? I was, because when I woke up, the donation was only, like, $200 off, which is really close. Yeah. Um, Dark Story pulled ahead near the end, um, but I did prepare for both in case, because some people can snipe categories, so if there was, like, a $1,000 donation during Sonic R, I would have had to play Hero Story or something like that, so I had to be prepared for both. Yeah, that's so tense. Yeah. That's really what got you uh, started doing speedruns in Sonic specifically? So I decided to do speedrunning um, because I I actually originally did esports. I was mm-hmm. a part of Heroes of the Storm oh, cool. um, and tried to do some of that. I was part of the North American scene. I was on a top 16 team, but the so cool. the time commitment to that alongside with grad school was way too much for me to handle. Yeah, yeah. So I was trying to think of like, well, what could I do that's somewhat competitive, mm-hmm. but also something that I can do like on my own time. Yeah. And so I found speedrunning. Uh, and I, as I was picking my games, um, I was just trying to think like, well, what games did I really enjoy and what might be good speed runs? And I don't necessarily remember how I picked Sonic Adventure 2, but <laughs> I remember being like, I really enjoyed the game as a kid. I think I saw like a, a speed run of it somewhere and I really liked it and I just kind of gave it a shot and here I am today. What do you go to grad school for? Uh, I go to a seminary to become a pastor. Oh, cool! Yeah, so my face is really important part of my of my uh, journey. Yeah. Um, so I, I, just even just in my person and my character, I bring that into my speed running. Mm-hmm. I don't talk about it explicitly just because I know some people have some tenderness around sure. uh, that topic. But I'm always very open to that kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. I hope in my actions and the way I treat people that 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 is. Uh, a given as a part of like who I am as a person along yeah. with my speed running stuff that I also have a faith that guides me and that I live by as well. That's so interesting. Uh, what do you think makes people so into Sonic or Sonic Adventure 2 Battle? Why do you like it too? I like Sonic Adventure 2 as a speed run because of the stage variants. So, like you have sure. to play as three characters and you have to get the style of each stage now so it keeps mm-hmm. it really like moving. Like it's not just like repeating one character. Like you have to practice Sonic, you have to practice Tails, and you have to practice Knuckles. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then there's Dark Story, you have to do, you know, the whole thing over again with three different characters that have slightly minute differences to them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Knuckles stages have RNG elements to them, so yeah. it's different every time, which I really like. It keeps yeah. the run fresh, it keeps it it's never boring for me. It's all, I always have suspense. Like, what pieces am I going to get? Yeah. The run I just did, I had really good RNG. Like, I was super hyped. <laughs> yeah, it was you know? Or I can complain a lot if I get bad pieces. So either way, it's <laughs> kind of, I can either blame the game or have a lot of fun. So I, I win either way. Yeah, that's so cool. I, um, and do you have any other like specific connection to the Sonic fandom, or is this your main in with them? Uh, Speedrunning is probably my biggest connection. I played other Sonic games growing up, and I appreciate the the franchise as a whole. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like other things, speedrunning is really my main connection with it. That's awesome. And where can people find you online if they want to see your speedruns or follow you on Twitter? Yeah. So my Twitch is just Twitch.tv/slash Seraphim1313, mm-hmm. um, and my Twitter is at Seraphim1313. 
interesting. Great. Is there anything else you want to say? Or? No, just thank you for the interview and thanks for watching. And yeah. for those that end up watching the VOD, thank you for, for watching and the support. And uh, hope to see you around sometime. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was great. Ah. awesome that was great yeah he was so nice yeah um and and what he mentioned about the the random number generation part the rng was really impressive to me in that run they mentioned that like rouge the bats um levels specifically where rouge has to find these like keys buried in the ground there's like a hundred different places they can appear yeah and there are certain sequences of things and so they're like looking for clues about where they are in any given thing yeah and, and he found them apparently he got good rng as he said like if they were lucky that they were in certain places but the fact that he even knew where to look and that they that to know that level of detail about a game that you play again and again is yeah. like well pretty wild to me yeah even, and and, even, it's, and you're watching him you're going well you just went straight to where it is so how do you <laughs> what do you mean like it looks to me like you just went dude 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 okay i got him wow that was really good rng and it's like well how did you know though <laughs> yeah the, obviously they're doing some like serious calculation of yeah. like uh oh this clue always means this area so i have to go to this place yeah um but it was fascinating because those parts of the games are frustrating right when you're playing them casually because there's a even when you know roughly where it is and yeah. even when your little like beeper is like pew, 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 you, there is a very small space where digging will actually give you that key oh, and man. so i remember as a kid like repeatedly like oh i'm digging like, all over this spot which i know i'm, I'm right here but it's not where is it yeah <laughs> yeah he, he, he killed him like it was very very fast yeah. uh it was so impressive uh Another highlight from that run was that when uh, Robotnik was like, when you when you beat a level with Robotnik, his like mech is like pumping its arms yes. up and down, and the whole crowd started to just like bounce up and down with their arms at the end of every Robotnik <laughs> level. <laughs> and you can see that stuff on the stream. It was fun. It was so good, and the uh, the amount that even the audience knew all the lines from the cutscenes yeah. and would read them out too. Yes, yeah. It was so so fun. Like they try to skip cutscenes in 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 uh, speed runs like this, but when they couldn't skip one. Everybody was there to say the words. Yeah, and that was one of my favorite things about the speedruns is you could tell the people coming had followed like these runners and had seen like these runners doing these speedruns. Yeah. And so the same cutscenes that are unskippable are always the ones they have to watch. Yeah. And when you're playing a game that many times, or you're watching <laughs> someone play a game that many times, eventually you have to form an inside joke around that if you want to survive. That's awesome. I uh, My closest connection to that is probably in Kingdom Hearts 2. On the Tarzan level, yeah. there's a moment where uh, you have to fight this boss that's uh, Clayton from Tarzan riding uh -huh. on top of a chameleon heartless. Yeah, yeah. And in the cutscene before, Tarzan says, Not Clayton. E ooh, ooh, ah. Not Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> and... Oh, I had awesome. I I played that with my friends so many times that now, to this day, five years later... <laughs> Anytime anything sounds like e ooh, ooh, ah, yeah, or yeah. like roughly mentions the word Clayton or right. like what uh, one of the three of us will do it and the others immediately know what they're talking about yeah. because we watched it so many times and we started doing it so much. Fantastic. And it's like that, but to an extreme level where this is like hundreds of times. Everybody knows. Yeah, yeah. That's so yeah. good. Um, was there anything else we want to say about that one? No, I think that was great. Cool. Uh, and then the last one that we saw was... Um, Somebody named uh, Jercrow, I guess, yes. uh, running Sonic Adventure DX Director's Cut, Big the Cat Story. And did you get an interview with him also? I did, yes. yes. Let's listen to it. Let's listen to it. 
Okay, I'm with Jericho, who just did a run of the Big the Cat story of the director's cut of Sonic Adventure DX. Hi. Hey everyone, how are you doing? <laughs> Good. Um, and uh, first of all, where can people find you on Twitter? Or On Twitter you can find me at twitter.com slash flybyjerry, at flybyjerry. And on Twitch you can find me at Jericho, J-E-R-K-R-O. Awesome. Uh, so, what got you interested in uh, doing, I guess, Sonic Adventure DX specifically, or Sonic games? Um, I started out watching Sonic Adventure 2 speedruns from uh, Talon2461 about almost three years ago now, mm -hmm. and I did a random uh, SADX race with some people from his chat, and I was really into it. I didn't know anything. I knew the game, but I didn't know much about speedrunning, so I really just went into it more and started doing more and more runs, and eventually I just randomly got... Uh, big the cat world record is was super <laughs> unoptimized and it it was like one one person told me that when you get a world record in speed running it's like your baby and you have to raise it so yeah. i took it with an 845 and after like two and a half years of working with it it's down to a 641 so yeah. that's really just where it started was just from wanting to do more and wanting to do better what do you what do you make of the incredible Big the Cat fan showing today? Oh my! I couldn't have done it without them. <laughs> when I saw that it was twenty five thousand dollars and and it was less than twenty four hours to the thing, I yeah. thought it was over. It was ten thousand dollars about an hour and a half ago here yeah. before the Sonic block started, and me and I pretty much had resigned myself to hiding in my room for the rest of the day because I was afraid it wouldn't make it. <laughs> I did a run about at SGDQ 2015, yeah. but I really wanted to do this one because I feel like more confident and just like was really into it, but if it wasn't for those guys, oh my god, I wouldn't have even been able to do it, it and I just, awesome. I loved it. Why do you think people like Big the Cat? I think people like it because it's just goofy. They yeah. like a good, funny showing, but I think one of the things they really like with it, and maybe I'm just being hopeful, <laughs> is that um, this story tormented people for years like I couldn't even beat this game when I was a kid because I didn't know how to do big story yeah and it tormented us for years so I think some people just like this little bit of satisfaction of seeing big just beaten so effortlessly I was gonna say there's something really interesting and cool about the I, idea of watching these games that can cause so much frustration just like absolutely demolished mm -hmm. uh, and have you done speed runs for any other types of games or anything other than Sonic? yeah yeah I mostly do Sonic Adventure DX and Sonic Adventure 2 but I have in the past done runs of other games. Uh, I did Paper Mario Glitchless for a long while, mm -hmm. and until and until like a lot of the runners started really getting into it, I was top five like for a little bit. That's so so cool. I was doing really well in that. Um, SM64 I do for funs. I love the game, but I'm not like anywhere near a good level of it. Yeah. And I also used to do Tony Hawk's American Wasteland, but that's a little rough for me to just keep playing and playing. And just one last thing I was curious about, do you find that your like, uh, experience speedrunning a certain game, like your, the skills you learn from that, do they carry over for speedrunning other games, or is it almost a totally new experience every time? Uh, I think it depends between games. Uh, for Sonic Adventure DX and Sonic Adventure 2, there's obviously some crossover and carryover between the games. They both play and feel different, but there's some skills like a spin dash jump and everything in Sonic Story that you really notice. Yeah. Um, I really don't know if it would carry over into other games. Maybe it does. Like, <laughs> I think it might be less physical sure. and more mental and more of like the idea of, hey, I can speedrun and reach a top level in this game. Who's to say I can't do it here if I apply the same mindset and really just work hard at it? Yeah, I think that's super good so, advice. I think anyone can speedrun as long as they're willing to do it. Thank you so much. Yep, no problem. It Thank was you great so to meet much. You. And what was your Twitter handle one more time? At FlybyJerry and on Twitch at Jerkrow. Awesome.
awesome. Everybody was so nice there. Yeah. And he was great. And that that run, I mean, I, there's nothing else to really say about it except just, you know, go go watch it when you when it's up. Uh, it's like four minutes long or something. Like, it's very fast. Goofy as heck. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, we had a great time. And uh, I really appreciated hearing, like, his message kind of at the end there yeah. about, uh, well, both of the messages. The first one being that maybe part of the attraction of speedrunning is watching something hard just like be totally beaten so yeah. fast. Yeah, I thought that was really really cool. Yeah. And then the uh, the message that like w- part of the thing that keeps you speed running is once you've succeeded at it once you realize oh like why not? Yeah, like, and and I, I like what he said also about it like being your baby. Like oops, I accidentally did very well at this game. I guess I better <laughs> see if I can do it better. Which is kind of what we do with any hobby where you're just like right. oops, I okay, I'm just gonna keep keep pounding away at this yeah. a little bit at a time. That's great. Um, other great speed runs that we saw hmm. uh the Ma- blaster master i really liked that one was really uh, good super mario uh super mario sunshine oh. four-way race was amazing super mario sunshine was my favorite run to watch yep. i think because it was just gorgeous just and- gripping and like everybody like they finished within like a minute of each other and it was very very tight the whole time yeah and it's all good it's like watching a dance because yeah. of how all the things that mario does in that it's not even just jumping it's like jumping and then sliding and sliding and bouncing flipping. and doing these particular very particular moves and then occasionally really, really cool. glitching through walls and yeah. breaking the game in small ways uh one of my favorite moments that i think is going to stick for, with me for a long time is uh there's those awful missions where you're like racing this uh guy who's wearing like uh these gloves and helmet to make him look like one of the people from isle delfino oh yeah yeah okay and uh one of the runners just knows it so well that they were able to copy exactly <laughs> just did exactly the same moves what that was hilarious doing? oh it was so good was <laughs> okay, so every funny. little hop every little move <laughs> yeah the runs the turns it was so so good yeah and uh and it helps that that game is just such a delight it's a great one and then the Undertale one last night. Oh, I didn't see that one yet. Yeah, so that was the final one, mm-hmm. and I got to watch that one, and that one was incredible. Cool. It's also very funny. I was watching people on uh, Twitter talking about the run, yeah. and the, one of the funniest things about that one is that game inspires so much love for its characters yeah. and for its world that the general consensus was th- these jokes and sort of genuine sadness surrounding, like, bosses getting skipped uh-huh. and like characters being totally <laughs> don't avoided get to see them yeah and so there were <laughs> there were all of these like little comics of like characters like attempting to pop out and then like uh <laughs> the main character holding a little punch card and just skipping past them because that there's like this really incredible glitch in that game but i don't think you've played undertale yet, no, i haven't so finished you, it all the way you shouldn't watch it i'm gonna play it I'm, I, that's i'm i'm like i'm finally back to playing rpgs yeah and so once i finish chrono trigger i think i'm gonna do uh Undertale. You're going to have an amazing yeah, time. Cool. Um, and so would everybody at home. You should play that game. Hey, it's a good game in case you didn't hear. <laughs> oh, wait. Who was the person who ran the those the Undertale's one? Because I just want to shout it out since we said um, it. TGH. Yeah. They were saying like Teague. 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 Okay. TGH. Yeah. On Twitch. Um, so check them out. Great job, everybody. Great job, everybody who put on that event. The whole thing was fantastic. It was like a really great, chill vacation for us. Yeah. Uh, that also had some very like kind of a poignant and powerful moments of like oh my gosh make that mario jump (laughs) (laughs) somebody please make that mario jump uh and next week nick will be less sick maybe we'll be a little more high energy yeah it'll be a good time um but super glad that you came by and listened hey thanks for stopping by hanging out with you me sonic and everybody (laughs) (laughs) can we rename our podcast you You, me me, sonic Sonic and everybody everybody. (laughs) Uh, no you don't think that's catchy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, well, 
I'm Caleb. And I'm Nick. And you're Two Shows. Hi, hi everyone. It is uh, 1 a.m. The night of our return from AGDQ. Uh, the sounds you're hearing are Nick eating a burrito and me uh, crying softly. <laughs> we, I'm so sorry, Caleb. We just went to America's Living Nightmare, Taco Bell. And uh, um, I, I saw the sign that said it was open late and I really wanted to eat something. And uh, we still got another two and a half hours on the road. So I decided we would go to Taco Bell. But... Uh, we didn't realize, long story short, that the cheesy potato burrito, which would have been safe for uh, a, a vegetarian like Caleb, uh, actually isn't. It's a cheesy potato burrito with stealth meat inside. Stealth meat. Uh, but that's not the necessarily the cause for tears. That's fine. I've got some Oh, that's not things. why you're crying? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just crying because it's 1 a.m. and we've already been on the road for like 12 hours. Mm. Are you oh. supposed to take nine hours to get there, but... <laughs> It turned out to take about 13, and I don't know whether I'm doing something wrong or... <laughs> well, Nick is driving well and correctly. Thank you. And uh, we were second in Applebee's, which is America's oh. other hell, Oh. for like an hour and a half because nobody would oh my bring God. food to us. Woo, Applebee's. Definitely go there if you're on a road trip and you want to make good time, <laughs> and then you want to hate yourself because you stopped making good time, if by good and the news was on every TV channel, and it was the worst. <laughs> if by good time you mean that you want to just, like, a lot. If by good you just mean a lot. Yeah, if, if you, you want to make, make a good big time. <laughs> make a lot of time. Speaking of good and big things, we're coming up on the renowned uh, peach sculpture here Featured in... Featured uh, in House of Cards. Yeah, and I think it's we're either in Cowpens... South Carolina Daphne. or Gaffney Gaffney, South Carolina there's a giant um, butt emoji sculpture uh, right here next to a Fats Cafe looks like you just turned a pair of lips sideways you could kiss oh my goodness the uh, the heart of America is bursting with hate and uh, and I am its blood <laughs> we're very sleepy and Nick's, <laughs> Nick's on the edge Nick's on the edge of his rope mm. You feeling afraid, Nick? I'm feeling, yeah, I'm feeling completely afraid. <laughs> Freedom is the, the, America's number one principle. Um, yeah, I had a little bit of a cold the last couple days. Not good. Uh, not very good. But AGDQ was amazing. We saw some great stuff. Oh my gosh. Our friends were wonderful. And we just, like, I just had a great time. Ah! Ah! Um, so, uh, 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 I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try out some speedrun strats that I learned from watching Sonic R, yeah. and I'm going to try um, tilting this car into the guardrail shortly and just bumping along it at a diagonal oh, wait, wait, to wait, try wait. to build up a little smooth. Wait, 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 wait. Huh? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to try to hit this ramp and then turn <laughs> for 180 degrees in midair so that I can get over on the underpass. Before you, <laughs> before you tails, before you tails Dallas to death, <laughs> I, uh, I would like to posit that maybe you shouldn't. Okay. All right, we'll save it. I haven't practiced. I haven't practiced. That's right. Yeah, we need some practice before we do it with live humans in the car. Remember, practice. Yeah, and uh, I mean, until we figure out how to drift in the real world, 
It's well, probably not a good idea. Until you figure it out. No, I'm actually, scientifically, drifting doesn't exist as far as I know. <laughs> All right, well... Tokyo Drift is an evil myth. <laughs> drifting is the only thing fake about those movies. 